Hi, welcome to Improve Work Podcast. Here you'll find resources to level up your leadership role and create the team that you want. It's Daniela here. Feel free to ask me questions about uh, today's episode's topic. Also, if you'd like me to speak about a specific topic, let me know. You'll find my email address in the description of this episode. I hope you enjoy it and subscribe. Okay, let's get started. Hi, welcome back. Today we'll talk about uh, proactive steps to improve employee output. What can you do when an employee doesn't do things as you expect them to do? This type of situation can generate frustration and uh, if it's repeated, can affect your business results. So let's go to the first step that you can take. Communicate again your expectations and verify if these were understood. It's possible that the employee didn't understand clearly what is expected from him or from her. And uh, this can happen frequently during the integration period of an employee when uh, this has just started to learn the company's rules and get to know the people they work with. They may have been accustomed to different uh, standards or ways of doing things and they need an uh, adjustment period to unlearn them and learn the patterns from the new company. For example, a new employee, John, who has to communicate with external collaborators, may send emails to them that you don't like or that are not according to what is considered appropriate in your company. It may be the situation in which the message is, uh, for example, too formal or too informal, unclearly formulated or has other aspects that are considered inappropriate for a representative of your company. Also, this can happen often in the case of new activities. In uh, these situations, the employees may confront themselves with uncertainty with situations when they don't know from past experiences how to act or what are the best ways to act. And if they don't have a map, a leader or a mentor to guide them, they may learn from trial and error. So let's see some steps that you can take in uh, this situation, especially if uh, the employees are uh, new in your company. First, decide to discuss the task or the task uh, that they don't do well During the discussion, point out the parts that they are doing well and also the parts that that has to be improved and explain why. Then provide them with alternative actions or behaviors that can replace the actions or behaviors that uh, are not uh, wanted or that have uh, led to unwanted outcomes. Then Ask for the employee opinion about what you say to them and see if they agree with you. At the same time, be open to their arguments to understand why they choose to act in that way. It's possible that they have good reasons. The next step is to reach an agreement with them regarding their future actions and behaviors. This will bring a higher level of certainty regarding their actions And once they agree, their engagement will be higher. And uh, a last step, but uh, important, give them positive feedback when they apply the agreed upon actions. This will recognize their efforts 
and reinforce the importance that you give to those aspects of their work. And here are some unrecommended responses. So one of the uh, unrecommended response is to criticize the person. In the example we talked about, if the employee is criticized, he doesn't receive constructive feedback that helps him to understand what he didn't do well and how he's expected to communicate. And another unrecommended response is to take away from this person the responsibility that uh, he or she doesn't do it as expected. In this situation, the employees don't have the opportunity to practice and improve their skills. If these are skills that they want to develop, their motivation will decrease. Also, this action can lower their morale and engagement. Alright, I will make a short break now to tell you about one of my online programs named How to Motivate Your Employees So They Care for Your Business and Help You Grow It. This online program will help you to increase your employees' motivation and their results. It's a step-by-step -step guide that will help you to identify your employees' personal motivational drivers and to create personalized motivational strategies for each one of them. It will also help you to increase your current general motivational strategies. You can find more details about this uh, online program in the description of this episode. And if you have questions, you can also book a call with me. I'll be happy to answer all your questions. Alright, let's go back. Let's go now to a second step that you can take. And this is check if they have objections related to what is expected from them. And uh, here we'll talk about two situations. The situation in which uh, they think that the assigned tasks fall outside their responsibilities. And the situation in which they don't agree with the way you ask them to perform those tasks or with the expectations themselves. Let's discuss the first situation when the employee believes that uh, the assigned task fall outside uh, their responsibilities. And in this situation, the employee may do the task badly or not do it at all. And sometimes the employee will not say explicitly why they choose to behave in this way. So, you may ask yourself the question, is this type of task included in his or her job responsibilities? If yes, explain to the employee how the task that was assigned to him is among his job responsibilities. They may not have made the connections. Did this happen to you? So, for example, an employee, let's say Emily, who is in a cell representative position, and who is asked to analyze market trends and customer preferences for the company's uh, products, may be a little confused about this task. She knows that her primary responsibilities are prospecting new clients, conducting product demonstrations, and negotiating contracts. Emily is puzzled about why she, as a sales representative, is responsible for market analysis. 
She believes this task should be made by marketing or product development team. Because of these thoughts, she doesn't prioritize the task and miss the deadline for submitting her analysis. Through a conversation, Emily could realize that understanding market trends and customer preferences is essential for tailoring sales strategies and meeting customer demands effectively. She doesn't have to do this analyze alone. She can collaborate with the marketing team, but she has the ownership of this analyze. And in the second situation, if the answer is no to the question if the task is included in the employee responsibilities, you could explain that it is a temporary situation and ask uh, if uh, the employee would agree to perform those tasks until you hire someone to do them. You could compensate the employee's willingness to do those extra activities with a bonus or something similar. And if you want the employee to do those tasks frequently, but they are not included in uh, their job description, ask the employee if uh, he would agree to have those tasks included in their job responsibilities and if they agree, modify their job description. If not, you may have to find another person for those tasks. I know that the laws regarding assigning tasks that are not included in the job descriptions are different in different countries and I don't know all of them. However, from an employee motivation perspective, it's always recommended to have the employee's agreement when you add tasks that are different from what is included in uh, his or her job description. And let's talk now about the second situation when the employees don't agree with the ways you ask them to perform those tasks or with the expectations themselves they may consider that the way you ask them to act is wrong or they may know other ways to act that are considered more effective. Employees often bring their unique perspectives and experiences to the table and they might have innovative approaches to problem solving. It's important to remain open to their suggestions and encourage constructive feedback. And additionally, the employees might consider that the expectations are not realistic or are not proper for their role. For instance, if a sales team is given an unrealistic sales target within a short time frame without adequate resources or support, they may feel overwhelmed and demotivated. In such cases, Revisit the expectations and align them with both the organizational goals and the employees' capabilities. By setting achievable and meaningful goals, you can enhance employee satisfaction and performance, leading to better overall outcomes for the company. Alright, let's go to a third step that you can take. Assess whether the employee has the necessary competencies to complete those activities. This could be one of the reasons why the employee isn't achieving the expected results. In the case of employees who are not new in the company, 
you probably already know their level of experience and competencies because you have the opportunity to observe them performing activities. However, it's possible that some of their skills weren't used in the company and you may not be aware of their capabilities in those areas. They might have used those skills in other workplaces, but you might not know the extent of their usage or the results they achieved there. For new employees, things can be even more unclear. Despite passing the selection tests and having an impressive resume, it's only when you observe them working that you can see how well they perform. Whatever the case may be, by analyzing how the employee tried to accomplish the task and discussing possible actions with him or her to achieve those tasks, you can observe the employee's level of knowledge and competencies. If you are not specialized in his or her area of work, you can involve an experienced employee or if you don't have one, an external collaborator to analyze his level of competencies and identify areas where they need the support. And then, based on the skills that the employee has to develop, create a plan to support his or her growth. Okay, let's go to a fourth step that you can take. Determine if they have the required resources to fulfill the expectations. Does the employee have all they need to accomplish their activities? For example, the right devices and software, the right tools, financial resources, time, space, etc. It can also happen that some activities have to be accomplished in collaboration with other employees and when one party doesn't provide the necessary data or resources to the other, it creates challenges. For instance, if a report requires data from another employee who doesn't deliver it on time, the report can be completed. In another situation, if the financial department doesn't provide money to an employee who was asked to buy supplies for the office, the necessary supplies will not be purchased. Similarly, if the person responsible for buying supplies is overloaded and doesn't have time to go buy them, there will be no new supplies for the employees. Alright, let's go now to a fifth step. So if you did all the four steps mentioned before and you didn't find uh, the reason for the employee behavior, go deeper and discuss with uh, the employee to identify other possible reasons. Some employees may not do certain tasks because they don't like those tasks, they don't consider them important, they are overloaded, they may not have received recognition for those tasks in the past, the rewards may not be attractive to them, they may be distracted by personal issues or other reasons. Depending on the case, create an action plan that uh, addresses and resolves it. 
Sometimes you can resolve the issue through a simple discussion where you offer information that the employee wasn't aware of or by helping them see the situation from different angles and perspectives. Other times, you may have to make changes to the employee's activities. You may have to make changes related to how their work is recognized and rewarded or implement other appropriate measures. Alright, we are at the end of this episode, so let's uh, wrap up and make a short uh, recap. So we talked about a few steps you can take when an employee doesn't uh, have the results you expect. So first, communicate again your expectations and verify if these were understood and do this especially in the case of new employees. Then check if they have objections related to what is expected from them. Another action that you can take is to assess whether the employee has the necessary competencies to complete those activities. Then determine if they have the required resources to fulfill the expectations. And if none of these actions lead you to the cause of the behavior, go deeper and discuss with uh, the employee to identify other possible reasons. And then uh, create an appropriate action plan. Alright, I hope this is helpful for you. Feel free to ask me questions about this episode topic. If you liked this episode, follow and uh, share it with your friends. See you in the next episode. Bye-bye.